Hello there, and welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning here, and hope you're having a a good morning on a beautiful Saturday morning, and uh, which should be a, a pretty decent weekend to uh, get out there and drop a line in the water, or heck, just take a a, a nice hike, uh, do a little uh, do a little bird watching. Plenty of those uh, out and about. So just uh, get outside, get some fresh air, and uh, enjoy it here while we uh, while we can. It's a nice weekend, but and then uh, warming up a little bit. Uh, now later in the week, we'll uh, coming week here, we're gonna it'll feel like summer. <laughs> so and that's uh, that's probably a good thing. But uh, you know, uh, one of the things that I was uh, uh, you know, talking about here during the uh, the fishing report this morning was a. Uh, um, the bass bite is uh, starting to pick up here as well as uh, you know they get uh, they get ready to spawn. They've got you know it'll be a warm up a little hit, but I mean they're you know it's a uh, it's so much fun to uh, to get out there and uh, uh, do some bass fishing. And um, I, I know uh, a lot of guys that uh, just have a ton of fun out there, uh, and you know we're getting into that time of the year where Fishing topwaters is just a uh, just a blast, um, and and especially with uh, especially with bass fishing, uh, you know whether you're using some kind of you know buzz bait, a popper, uh, scum frog, whatever, uh, you know it just uh, it's just a lot of fun to, to to do that. Like I said, you know, and we're we're getting into that range where you know the the, the bass are starting to get going there, and um, you know. It's an exciting way to uh, to fish. Whether you know you're you know, walking the dog or you know chugging along, it's uh, it's a great time. And, and it, it's you know part of it is obviously catching the fish, mind you, but um, you know kind of the the thrill and the fun of of you know watching that lure sort of blow up as the uh, you know whether a largemouth or a smallmouth hits one, um, you know one second you're just kind of working the lure there, and all of a sudden it's like boom. Which, uh, which I think is a lot of fun to watch, uh, and uh, uh, catch fish that way. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, and with a kid fishing, man, I guarantee you, if if he or she does something like that, um, <laughs> that that's instant memory right there. There's uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, and you know, the other thing too. Uh, uh, practical wise anyway, other than the, the, the fun part, of course, uh, they're great this time of year too, because, um, you know, we're starting to see a lot of weed growth and plant growth, um, in the, uh, you know, in, in a lot of those areas, I'm, I'm kind of thinking like a lake on Alaska or the, you know, backwater areas, things like that, where we're going to start to see a lot of weeds and, and just, uh, uh, you know, it just makes it tough to use other things, um, you know, crankbaits and things like that. Um, that's not to say that you can't, mind you, but uh, uh, topwaters are, I, I think, just kind of for the fun factor and for some of the other things as well. Um, but just dealing with the, the all the foliage and heavy cover, um, that's uh, just definitely something to think about. And the other thing, too, uh, you know, they can be effective in large open areas where there are fish suspending uh, to, you know, to shallow shoreline areas. Um but yeah, and you know the thing is, you know, 
you can use them to, to kind of move through your target area quickly um, so the bass will react to the noise and the motion of the lure. Um, think of it this way, too. You know, that, that, that top water sort of represents to the fish, you know, something moving across the water, whether it's a frog or, you know, mouse or something along those lines. Uh, you know, that's, it's just sort of a natural instinct for the, uh, the bass to go up there and, and get an easy meal. Um, you know, and one of the, uh, you know, big bass fishing guys, Mike Iaconelli, uh, I, when I put this together, you know, it just, it's sort of describes the, uh, top water as sort of a twofer lure, um, you know, a reaction strike to the noise is first, and the second is the, the natural hunger type of strike or, you know, a twofer. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, just, it's just plain fun. Um, okay, let's uh, let me just get my notes here and dive into some of the different types and techniques you can try out with top waters. First one is a, uh, you know, a stick bait, uh, like a Zara Spook or a Smithwick Rogue, something, you know, those are a couple of examples anyway. I, I know there's others out there. You know, there's no, it, it has no br- blades or props. Um, you know, no action of its own. So this is where you, you know, you're putting the, the moves on it as it were, you know, you know, however you want to retrieve it. Um, you know, uh, you know, walking the dog, just kind of varying that pull by direction, um, and speed and things like that. Uh, you know, just by doing it that way, you kind of, you know, you make that bait move from side to side, um, you know, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't take a great deal of skill to make that work. So maybe that's something you might want to, you know, try when you're just sort of starting out using, uh, uh, you know, top waters or, you know, if you want to get your kids started. Um, one other thing to keep in mind, too, with stick baits and, and uh, really any kind of floating bait uh, lure is, uh, you know, just sometimes that just lying dead in the water can also be effective. You know, just cast that lure out there and let it lay there for eh, just a, a, a few moments or, you know, a minute, however you want to, you know, and then, uh, and then just sort of slowly start twitching it, you know, cause you're going to make a little, regardless of how good and how skilled you are a, a caster, you're still going to end up making a little bit of noise when you drop that lure in the water. Um, and that certainly can, uh, hopefully not spook the fish, but at least get the fish looking in that direction anyway. You know, but just, you know, leave it there for a few moments, you know, and then you, you kind of start twitching it a little, you know, move it a little, let it lie there. Um, you know, often it's, it's, you know, in those pauses that the, uh, uh, that the fish will hit. And a lot of times too, is just that, and even in that, in that moment or so after the pause, after you, you know, start to move it again, you know, the fish kind of think that, <coughs> excuse me, that the, uh, you know, hey, it's going to get away again. It stopped, and, you know, I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm going to go eat it. And then it moves, and then it's just, it's just sort of that natural reaction anyway. Um, but, yeah, you know, the and the fish will let you know kind of what they're uh, what they're after, you know, whether, you know, it's, you know they want the consistent motion uh, or a little pause, a little motion, you know, however. Um, but, yeah, and, and there's a lot of different types uh, of uh, – also of, uh, you know, 
like I said, stick baits that you can that you can use and, and imitate as well. And just uh, think about the contrast as well. That's another thing to uh, uh, to think about too with uh, with those. You know, you you, you see, a, I mean, talked about poppers yet or anything, but um, you know, just kind of, I always think of uh, uh, that red and white color pattern or that red and white pattern or whatever. But I mean, you know, even something natural uh, colors will. Uh, will work as well. Uh, another thing to try, um, the, uh, the, those, you know, frogs or rats or mice, uh, those are great for areas, especially with heavy vegetation. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know, those bass will kind of sit in an area in an open area waiting to sort of ambush anything that moves by, uh, you know, scum frogs, whatever you want to, you know, there's a ton of different ones out there, um, as well. Uh, Pop them over the water. Um, you know, the, the two hooks are, are buried so that um, it kind of goes through the slop with ease. Not to say that you won't pick a bunch of uh, uh, vegetation up, mind you, but, yeah, uh, you're not going to get all weeded up. You can clean that off pretty quick anyway. Um, but, yeah, that, that weedless factor anyway kind of gives them an advantage over stick baits or buzz baits that, uh, that you know, you're not going to get snagged up on stuff. Um, one of the keys is to not move that bait too quickly. Um, fishing frogs will result, uh, a lot of times too, in, uh, more and bigger fish. Hey, they want an easy meal, you know, just cast it out there, move a little weight, twitch it and so forth. Um, patience can be kind of a virtue sometimes with those, uh, with those frog lures, you know, and if you think about frogs, you know, they're not going to be moving, you know, they kind of like move from one place, they'll stay. They'll, you know, move a little bit, you know, so they're, you know, you're not necessarily using constant action on there. Um, so patience is a bit of a virtue when it comes to using uh, those frog type lures. Also, uh, another thing too, that you should consider uh, maybe having a, a little bit heavier line when, uh, when using frogs in, in that heavy cover um, for a couple of reasons there, you know, you need a little, uh, um, beefier line to horse that fish out when he takes the lure, uh, you know, they'll, they'll hit it pretty hard. Um, and then just that heavier line, cause you're going to probably put me, <laughs> you'll be pulling some vegetation in with that as well. So that's uh, definitely something to, uh, uh, to think about a little bit heavier line. Um, take your pick on what, uh, what size you want, but definitely, uh, you ain't using two-pound test here. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So, uh, poppers, I mentioned a moment ago, as the uh, the name implies, pop when you retrieve them. Uh, Rebel Popar is one that kind of comes to mind. But, again, uh, like with all of these, there's just dozens of different types out there. Um, one of the originals, of course, was the hula popper. And, you know, you can fish these around shorelines, weed lines, uh, down trees in the water. Uh just cast it out there, uh, let it uh, let it sit, and then uh, you know, just uh, you're just doing a little jerking action, uh, you know, a little bit to get that popping action. Maybe a little, do a little pause, and then uh, then start it out again. That water is uh, is moved by the the concave face of the popper, and of course the uh, accompanying noise helps draw the fish in. Excuse me here. Um, you know, and a lot of times, too, you know, the bass will hit it on that 
rest phase, but you know, like I, like I said with the stick bait, the fish will tell you what they what they want for action, and a lot of times too, it'll be just right that moment after you start that movement again as well, because they that's that's kind of a a, a great trigger for them to uh, to get things going. Uh, <clears throat> not to be confused with poppers, are prop baits, and these are similar somewhat to stick baits, but you know, instead you've got a little prop blade on the back of the lure, or, uh, you know, right before the treble hook. Some might have one on the front or back, uh, you know, either or. Uh, I've seen seen variations of both, um, but yeah, it it spits out water, sort of like a boat motor, if you will. Um, tiny torpedoes are just uh, one type of prop bait, uh, you know, and with the prop in the back end, the front of the lure. Sits a little bit higher in the water, like a boat on plane, if you will. Um, and, and really, you know, retrieve styles for these types of baits aren't going to vary an awful lot. Um, you know, either use a, a straight retrieve back to you uh, or change the speed and direction with the rod. Um, you know, and just a little, you know, it, you know, like I said, it, even, it may be a little erratic behavior. Might just be enough to, to trigger the fish to a little, maybe a little walk the dog with that uh, if you can a little you know a little bit. But yeah, they're uh, they're great to fish along you know weed lines and uh, places like that where you know those fish are going to be hanging in the hanging in that grass, hanging in that vegetation, waiting for something to come by there. And man, you get that uh, uh, little prop blade going and. Uh, it, it is a little bit different than sort of the last uh, category um, that uh, I've been talking about. But it's a blade bait, but uh, uh, you know, it's the buzz bait. And again, as with every other one that I've mentioned here this morning, uh, there are lots of different kinds here. But uh, the thing is, you know, they all make that unique sound that maybe the others don't. You know, I, certainly you're not going to get with a popper. You know, you're not going to get that buzz bait sound. And, you know, even with a prop blade, you know, it's just <coughs> sort of a smaller, smaller sound, if that makes sense, if you know what I mean. It just doesn't, it doesn't have that sort of big, full sound like a, a buzz bait makes, if that, if that makes sense. If you've heard, if you've heard both, you kind of know what I'm, I hope you know what I'm talking about here. It's just, it's just a, a, a larger noise, if you will. But yeah, uh, you know, um, bass might look up and, and see what it is, thinks it's a bigger fish, maybe chasing a smaller one and go investigate. Um, you know, and, and you know, buzz baits come with, you know, you can find them with, uh, with those silver aluminum blades, although you can find them with different plastic bag blades and different kinds of coloring. Um, which, you know, depending on the particular situation, might have some advantages. Uh, you know, I'm thinking like right now, even with, um, you know, the darker water, maybe something, you know, like a white or a chartreuse, something along those lines might be a uh, uh, something a little brighter for them to see. But certainly that, that sort of aluminum silver color anyway is, is definitely in a, you know, and on a sunny day like this with a, you know, little flash out or whatever on that bait blade. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that definitely would, I, I think would imitate a, uh, uh, you know, a shad or, or how, you know, bait fish of some kind anyway. Um, you know, 
you can fish these in, in really any environment where you think bass are going to be hanging out, with maybe the probable exception of, of heavy cover. Um, you know, you can just cast it out there and start to retrieve once it hits the water, you know, and certainly you can, you know, change your retrieve speed, you know, as long as you keep it sort of on plane, if you will. Um, but uh, you can also alter uh, alter the speed by changing the blades. Um, plastic ones can move at slower speeds than, than metal ones. Um, and I've also seen, too, where, um, you know, Blades with, you know, buzzbait blades with holes drilled in them just for something, uh, just for a little bit different sound. Um, <coughs> that's kind <clears> of <throat> maybe a little more work than you might want to do, but um, that's something that, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've seen them. You know, and how hard is it to, to punch a hole in a uh, aluminum <clears throat> bait blade? Excuse me. Pardon me here. That's... Uh, but uh, um, that's another alternative as well, just for something a little bit different, a little bit different sound, a little bit different uh, way it retrieves. Um, but uh, again, another something else to think of too, if you're, uh, um, you know, of a mind too anyway. Otherwise, uh, you know, in most cases, you know, with topwaters, you want to follow the adage of, matching the hatch, so to speak, you know, match the color of the lure with the forage base for bass, mainly, you know, bait fish. Like I said, silver chrome, that aluminum color, um, even that flat aluminum color can, can you know, imitate shad. Uh, you know, gold can imitate a shiner of somewhat. Uh, a contrasting color like red is also a good choice. Um, you know, obviously greens work with frogs, uh, you know, browns, things like that more natural colors. Um, you know, I, I've seen like the little rats, black and white and things like that. Uh, it's that contrasting that, uh, uh, that sort of catches the fish, uh, fish's eye. Uh, maybe something with a little yellow in there, but, uh, um, and again, too, for like darker water, you want maybe some colors that could be picked up a little bit easier, like, uh, you know, orange or chartreuse. Um, I mentioned black a moment ago. Those are good in low light conditions, uh, you know, for lures like buzzbaits. Um, you know, even though it might be kind of hard for us, you know, looking up from below, the bass can track that black against maybe, you know, even like a, a late afternoon or a darkening sky. Uh, there's just enough contrast there uh, that uh, that could be picked up anyway. But, yeah, you know, and a white buzzbait is... Uh, you know, a good choice to go to when you, you know, you're encountering clear water, um, you know, mix in maybe a little chartreuse with the white for a slightly different look. You know, there's a lot of options out there, uh, that, uh, that you can keep in mind when, uh, when you go to the store to, uh, to look at those. But yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the hard choice is just going to the store and you know, once you get out on the water, Hey, it's easy to use, but you know, just going to the store to figure out what you want. That can, <laughs> that can be a challenge. A couple other things to um, <clears throat> excuse me. Keep in mind when uh, when using topwaters, line size, for instance. Mentioned this a moment ago. Uh, you know, just given the way that the fish will hit a topwater, um, a heavier line is something I would definitely recommend. Um, 12, 14, 20 uh, on up. You know, it, it just it's just going to be a better option. Um, think of it: heavier cover. 
heavier line is is just when you think heavier cover, think heavier line. That's just a easy way to look at it. Uh, same goes for rod size too. Start out, um, you know, I guess depending on what the what kind of water you're going to be fishing, but uh, probably some, you know, a light medium rod maybe for clear water, and then move up to a medium heavy, something a little bit heavier. Uh, you know, when you're, you know, you're, you know, dragging a, flo- a frog through, uh, through slop and you're going to be pulling in a lot of vegetation with the fish, um, or the lure, uh, if you don't get anything, um, I also mentioned too, uh, I also want to mention this too, that, um, you can also change on hook sizes on those baits. Um, you know, as far as top waters goes, like the top water or like the prop bait that sits lower in the water on the back end. Um, you can kind of get that same effect by replacing that treble hook with maybe just a size larger, you know, go from, uh, eight to a six, six to a four, you know, you kind of get the idea. Um, another option that you can think about, don't necessarily have to do, but, uh, um, it's, it's something I'm just going to put it out there. If, if you don't want to, and that's, it's just a suggestion. Let's put it that way. Um, but maybe use a, think about a, a, some kind of a trailer hook as well. Um, a, 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 you know, a successful hookup with a topwater, um, you know, comes from waiting until you feel the pull, not when you actually see the, uh, the boil of the water. You know, all that means is that the, you know, the bass is getting ready to hit the bait and not that he's actually taken it. Um, and that, and that for a lot of folks anyways, is the hardest part of fishing topwaters overriding that that sort of instinctual reaction um you know when you see that water boil up you know that's when you want to set the hook no you, you got to wait you know um and and that's where maybe a, a you know some kind of a trailer hook will help tilt things in the right direction anyway um you know you just you see that water boil up you got to wait for that fish to pull on that lure before otherwise you're going to you know you will miss it and they're done that. Yeah, it happens. Um, and, you know, like I said, a trailer hook might be able to tilt the odds a little bit more in your favor. One last tip, too, uh, that I found that might uh, help your chance for success. Um, replace the treble hook on a popper with a single weedless hook. Um, you know, if you're fishing in an area where there is some heavy cover, um, you know, close to the surface, that, that you know, even the popper might get hung up on. Um, you know, just swapping out that hook. It will reduce that uh, potential a little bit anyway. So, okay, that is uh, a look at top waters here this morning on WKTY Outdoors. It is now 8.50, and I'm going to take a break and come back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY. WKTY, 580 AM, 96.7 FM. <laughs> 